We are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people. The people. The people. The people. Four years ago, I came to Washington as the only true outsider ever to win the presidency. I ran for president because I knew there were towering new summits for America just waiting to be scaled. I knew the potential for our nation was boundless as long as we put America first. America first. America first. America first. Back in some form. We will be back in some form. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the His Hardline Show, where we the people are the ones that are in some form. We the people are the solution. We are the ones who will stand up this republic by reassembling our states the lawful way. This is the only podcast where you're going to get conversation built around God, wellness, how to fortify your family. So we can stand up this great country we call the Republic of these United States of America. You ain't going to get any sellouts over here. You're not going to get fake hopium. You're not going to get fear porn pushed your way. No, 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 no. This is the His Hardline Show. The show that was inspired by God to get started. And we push nothing but truth over here, ladies and gentlemen. So welcome to the show. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because they are the host with the most. They are in charge. They are in the captain's chair. They are at the wheel. Therefore, they are steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome to His Heart Lion. Today is May 27th, 2023. It is Saturday, May 27th, 2023. And I hope everybody is having a wonderful weekend so far. I'm sure a lot of you have a nice three-day weekend with it being Memorial Day weekend. And today you are listening with episode, listening to episode 549. We're going to continue Operation Vampire Killer 2000 Part 4 
But before we do, we're going to get into a reading of 1 Thessalonians, and then we're going to do a reading out of uh, chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. We'll get into a little breakdown on uh, what we read there. And so, uh, so anyway, I do want to say I do appreciate all of your prayers. Those of you um, who, who, you know, saw my message on, on Telegram, um, just to kind of recap, not really to go too much in further detail. I don't want to go too crazy down the rabbit hole with this, but basically long story short, my wife and do- you know, daughter and myself, we ended up switching doctors to a more natural path, homeopathic doctor in Grand Rapids. And, uh, they're a sweet couple. Um, he does, uh, he works with the adults and then his wife does the pediatric side. So anyway, so we, so we switched over to them. We did our annual physical. We had extensive blood work done. Well, anyway, make a long story short, my daughter's blood work for some reason wasn't popping up on the website like ours was for my wife and I. And so they said, well, if you don't see within a week, give us a call up. Well, my wife finally let a week pass by. She called up on Thursday or no Wednesday and, um, was trying to figure out like what's going on. We haven't been able to see my, my daughter's blood panel. What's up? Well, the girl that picked up the phone, apparently she was saying, um, yeah, I can't really give you any information over the phone about this. And you guys are gonna have to come in immediately tomorrow. And so if you knew this doctor, all right, these doctors, so many people have been switching over to them that, you know, (laughs) it's like a four month waiting list to get in. That's, that's just how really sought after they are. So the fact of the matter is, is that they didn't give us these results right over the phone. And then not only that, now they're telling us, okay, you need to come in right away so we can discuss what's going on here with your daughter's blood panel. We're like, okay, great. What is it? And they said, well, it's the CBC blood panel, which basically tests for blood cancers and leukemia, anemia, you know, autoimmune disease, so on and so forth. So I'm like, okay, great. What, what's going on? Well, anyway, so the next day rolls around. We're freaking out, of course, naturally, hence why I was asking for people to pray and especially those in my closer circles, I was kind of giving a little bit more detail about what's going on. I kept it very vague on Telegram, but um, those that I knew and trusted, I gave more, you know, I texted them and, and asked for for directed specific, you know, specified prayer. And that's what I got. I tell you what, the people and the groups and the circles that I surround myself with, I couldn't be, I couldn't be more blessed to have greater people than them. I mean, seriously, these everyone's great. One of them, that's here today, Mary, which I really appreciate your prayers and Keith, you know, you guys are awesome. I really do appreciate that among many others, um, that I texted, um, asking for directed prayer. And so anyway, um, turned out our minds built up everything worse for the worst possible outcome. And it ended up being real severe allergies. And apparently the girl who picked up the phone that my wife was trying to get information from was a fairly new staff member. And because the lady who typically gives information about that kind of stuff was out of the office, um, the girl that picked up the phone obviously had no idea what she could and couldn't share and just immediately was like, you just need to come in and just talk to the doctor, a a completely creating an unnecessary kind of fear, uh, which kind of pissed me off a little bit to say the least, but you know, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, it turns out that my daughter, according to her blood panel, she's got an off the charts, just like through the roof, huge allergy to oak trees, then maple and cedar. And then obviously it came up dogs and cats and peanut butter and hazelnuts and God knows only what else, but oak tree was through the roof. So they said, well, 
you know, always make sure you have Benadryl on hand for, you know, topical irritations and, and itches and rashes, which we did a cleaner type of thing because I refused to get Benadryl or anything like that. So we went to this place. It's kind of like a health hut type of store. It's called Fresh Time. Uh, really awesome. But they have a lot of health, healthy alternatives and cleaner stuff. And so we got a, you know, a really good clean um you know, healthier alternative to allergy medication, got some uh, more holistic type of remedies for stuff like that, which has all helped. And we're starting to have my daughter go to a chiropractor because chiropractic work helped on my wife and helped her allergies go way down. So anyway, yeah, it's just anyway. So there's the story. And I do apologize for the delay and the pause on the show. It's just I wanted to spend time with the kid and and, and focus on her and the family. I just, I, I couldn't focus on that show because I'll be honest with you. I was a wreck on Wednesday when I kind of got that news, not knowing what could have been, you know? So anyway, there's that. Um, so real quick, quick disclaimer here. Remember, as I always state periodically on the podcast, I am not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat. I'm not a financial advisor, a pastor, priest, deacon, or biblical scholar, or a bar lawyer. And I do not give out legal advice. I am also not the official face or voice of the national state or county assemblies. And additionally, I do not advocate for violence. I am my own man and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own, unless I reference other materials. So there you go, guys, there you go. So where do I want to start here? Where do I want to start today? So I think where I want to start at first off is, so there is a mimicking uh, Telegram page out there that likes to pretend it's me. Now, keep in mind, if you follow Kirk with Kirk's Law Corner, just remember, okay, because the same thing's happening with him too, with his channel. Channels cannot send private messages. I repeat, channels like the His Hardline Telegram channel cannot send private messages. If you see a private message come through, you're going to see it come from me, JMJ Direct, and you're going to see my own little private picture, not the icon of the His Hard Line icon. Okay? And apparently somebody decided to make a mimicking page. Instead of saying His Hard Line, it says His Hard Life. And of course, it was a little message somebody forwarded to me. It says, justice is what we all are fighting for. It's rest assured that we are winning this battle. God wins. Hopefully you're ready to welcome Trump back in office 2024. Yeah, I did not write that. So just FYI. All right. So they're obviously trying to, you know, clearly trying to make me sound discredited, like I'm, you know, backing de facto nonsense. Um, that's not the case. So I just want to just be very, 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 very clear with you guys. Okay. Just be very wise. And use discernment and user observation. So just use basic observation skills, okay? Because there's a lot of people out there that do not like what I'm doing. There's a lot of people out there that are a little upset and pissed off that I am not on their little side of their little corruption and their tactical civics BS nonsense. Because we have a lot of people that are trying to take down the National Assembly. They're trying to take down the people who are key individuals who are very instrumental in helping stand up the assemblies. And they're a little PO'd that, well, quite frankly, the National Assembly is actually gaining some traction. And more and more states are going to be stood up here in, in due time. And so now they've deployed all their little assets. Who's they? I don't know. But the cabal and their little street soldiers have deployed all their little assets to try to knock them, you know, try to knock out the assembly. It ain't going to happen. All right. It's just, it's just not going to happen. And I'm not going to be bothered by such nonsense. Now, next on the agenda though, target <laughs> target, man, I tell you what, I am so happy about what America is doing because America, what they did to Bud Light with the men predominantly, but I'm sure women too, you know, men mostly drink Bud Light, but you know what America did to Bud Light, 
the moms, let's just face it, more women shop at Target, but the women are doing the same thing to Target for all their nonsensical, satanic, you know, LGBT, uh, you know, transgender, tuck it, you know, wardrobe that they have for toddlers and kids and adults. My God, it's sick. So people are standing up and they're sick and tired of it. And so the, you know, the retailer Target is already feeling major backlash for its Pride Month displays and has partnered with a group seeking gender ideology in all public school classes. Um, I guess the company, I'm trying to see what the part, the partnership is called. I can't find it. But anyways, but it, they're, they're just completely losing it. And people are not having it anymore. They're just, they're not having it anymore. In fact, there is a rapper, a Christian rapper uh, by the name of uh, Jimmy Levy. And uh, let's see, what is it? Nick Natali. It's called Boycott Target. Let's give this a listen to real quick. Let's give this a quick listen to. This is this is actually good stuff. Let me switch it over here, over here on Cloud Hub so they can hear it too. Listen to this. Yeah, yeah. Attention all shoppers, attention all shoppers. There's a cleanup on every aisle. Yeah. Target is targeting your kids. Yeah. They put a target on my back, but they're targeting your kids. They don't even need to ask. Yeah, 
So that was uh, Jimmy Levy, and like I said, there was somebody else there, but that was a good song, Target, you know, the, the Boycott Target song. It's uh, just going crazy and being just spread like wild, you know, wildfire on, on YouTube and different social media, you know, sites, stuff like that. But, you know, they got it on point. But you know what? They're going to learn, okay? These companies, Bud Light, Target, Disney, Starbucks, every major league baseball, NFL, you name it, you know, NBA, they're all going to learn. Ford, all these companies are going to have to learn how you vote and take them down. Okay, look, your vote, your most important vote is with your dollar. Okay, look, they propped up a system. And when I say the cabal, the evil satanic system cabalist, They've propped up a system which practically enslaves people like you and I into doing this never-ending, running-on-a-hamster-wheel, daily grind, rat race type of thing called the, you know, J-O-B, right? Just over broke. Constantly working, trading our time for worthless fiat dollars. And then in turn, they rely on us to spend those worthless fiat dollars on their garbage so that they can become rich. Um, somehow, some way. But you know what? How do you take down the system from within? Stop spending your worthless fiat dollars on these BS companies. Just stop buying their crap because it's crap. And that's how we'll take them down. So there you go. So anyways, um, let's get into the reading real quick. All right. So let me pull this up. So First Thessalonians chapter five, verses one through 11. Okay. I know it's not a full chapter, but I kind of wanted to focus on a few lessons here. So let's read this first. <clears throat> Talk about vigilance. Now concerning times and seasons, this is starting with verse one concerning times and seasons, brothers, you have no need for anything to be written to you for you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief at night. When people are saying peace and security, then sudden disaster comes upon them like labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. <clears throat> but you, brothers, are not in darkness for that day to overtake you like a thief. For all of you are children of the light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as the rest do, but let us stay alert and sober. Those who sleep go to sleep at night, and those who are drunk get drunk at night. But since we are of the day, let us be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet that is hope for salvation. For God did not destine us for wrath, but to gain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live together with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another as indeed you do. And that is the reading of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. So, now, what are some of the lessons that we could take away from here? So, let me pull my notes up here. So, first, the uncertainty of the timing of future events in verse 1 highlights that the times and the seasons of certain events, such as the second coming of Christ, are obviously unknown. And so this reminds us of the importance of living with a sense of readiness and preparedness, focusing on our relationship with God and following his teachings. Now, the second thing, you know, lesson we can learn from this is living in the light. 
So verse 5 encourages believers to live as children of the light and the day, contrasting it with those who are in darkness. Right? And so this reminds us to live in righteousness, truth, and moral purity, avoiding sinful behaviors and being a positive influence in the world. Now, the third lesson that we could take away from this is putting on faith, love, and hope. See, verse 8 advises believers to put on the breastplate of faith and love and the helmet of the hope of salvation. Now, this teaches us the importance of cultivating and displaying faith, love, and hope in our lives as they are foundational aspects of the Christian faith. Now, another thing that we can learn from this, this reading is encouragement in building up others. Very, very important. Very, very important. So verse 11 encourages believers to encourage one another and build each other up. Now, this reminds us of the significance of offering support, uplifting words, right? And acts of kindness to fellow believers and those around us. Now, to emphasize us the importance of fostering a sense of community and helping others grow in their faith. Now, the next thing is that we can take away from this is the mutual accountability and edification. So. The passage overall emphasizes the idea of living in community and supporting one another. And back to verse 11, it mentions that the mutual edification that occurs when believers encourage and build each other up, this teaches us the value of accountability, um, mentorship, and guidance within the Christian community as we help each other grow in our faith. Now, the other thing about this is, is responding to spiritual leadership. Now, when you kind of get into, um, and I know we didn't read it, but when you get into like verse 12, now the passage believes, in fact, let me, let me get into that real quick. Hold on. So let me just continue. Let me pull this up. So as it continues, we'll, we'll just read a little bit more. I know it's more than my bargain for, but continuing with verse 12 here, where it talks about the church order, it says, we ask you brothers to respect those who are laboring among you and who are over you in the Lord and who admonish you and to show esteem for them with special love on account of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. We urge you brothers, admonish the idle, cheer the faint hearted, support the weak, be patient with all, see that no one returns evil for evil, rather always seek what is good, both for each other and for all. Very important for all. And so rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in all circumstances, give thanks for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Now, do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophetic utterances. Test everything. Retain what is good. Very important uh, lesson here. Test everything. As it says in verse 21 here, test everything and on, basically retain only what is good and refrain from every kind of evil. So let's go back to my little notes here. So verse 12, the passage encourages believers to respect and acknowledge those who are over them in the Lord and to esteem them highly in love. Now, this teaches us the importance of honoring and submitting to spiritual leaders who provide guidance, instruction, and care. Now, another lesson that we can learn from here is pursuing peace and doing good. Now, verse 15 highlights the importance of pursuing peace with one another and admonishes believers to always seek to do good to one another and to everyone believer or not. See, this teaches us the significance of fostering harmonious relationships, 
and resolving conflicts and actively practicing kindness and compassion towards others. See, these are just a few lessons that can be learned from this particular passage and further exploration and study of the verses may reveal additional insight and teachings. So there's your reading right there. Um, like I said, that was originally, I was only going to read verses one through 11, but you know, we decided to go a little bit further and kind of get all the way down into uh, verse 22. So we read first Thessalonians verses uh, chapter five, verses one through 22. So we went 11 more on top of the original 11 that we read. So, and I was reading out of Bible gateway by the, by the way, and the version of the Bible that I typically read from is the new American standard, excuse me, the new American Bible revised edition. That's my preferred you know, favorite. So, um, one other thing before we get into the operation vampire killer part four here and continuing reading on with that. Now, just out of curiosity, just out of curiosity. So a lot of people, my, my neighbor has been talking about it because he's a, you know, he's a computer programmer. Um, he deals with a lot of technology, right? Um, he was talking about chat GPT, right? And I know there are others in the podcast world that are talking about it and it's nefarious, you know, you know, if people, you know, if people keep using it, it's just feeding it. Well, I, I, I was curious about it. So I downloaded it. I was like, eh, let's, 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 let's check it out. Let's, let's see what this chat GPT is all about. I was curious. So I downloaded the app and I was asking you stupid, basic questions, right? And believe it or not, there is a lot of parameters on this thing. This thing is not all knowing like some people would like to make, you know, make it out to being. Okay. Look, I know it's AI, but it's AI with some severe, severe fencing around it. I mean, you ask it about the political climate and stuff like that. It knows nothing about it. I mean, it really does. I mean, seriously. And, you know, it really knows nothing about it because it says, oh, well, I'm not connected to the Internet, so I cannot talk about this or I can, you know, I have no belief or, you know, this, that and the other. It, all it's doing, it's, it's, it's like, look, here's the thing. It's no different than having Alexa or, or, or Siri. You ask it a question, it answers a question. It is no freaking different. I don't know why people, I mean, literally this chat GPT is garbage. I mean, it really is garbage. And I get it. Somebody was saying right here, every interaction makes it smarter. But here's the thing. It already has a database of stuff to pull from anyway. So is it? Because again, I really tested the boundaries of this. And honestly, whoever built it and designed it and programmed it has their own little library of what it wants it to pull from. I mean, really? So I tested one thing. Now, one thing that the left is really good at doing. Okay. And, and I'm going to say the left, I, I usually don't use divisive labels, but let's face facts. The left is very guilty of this, of trying to have a war against carbon, right? They want to do away with cars, right? And combustion motors and semi trucks, right? They want to get away with all diesel running vehicles because it creates CO2. It creates carbon dioxide and it's a killer to the planet. We got to do zero carbon emissions. We need to go zero. Well, guess what? I asked chat GPT, I said, give me some essential, what are some, you know, uh, get, list some several factors that are essential for plant growth. Or excuse me, this is what I wrote. What is essential for plant growth? And chat GPT says, several factors are essential for plant growth. Here are the key elements. And I'm not going to read the details, but basically in essence, it says, number one, 
Sunlight, we all know that. Okay, number two, water, we all know that. Great. Number three, nutrients like phosphorus, nitrogen, potassium. All right, we already know that. Soil quality must be good and, you know, just appropriate texture, good drainage, yada, 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 right? Proper pH level. All right, we already know that. Number five, oxygen. We already knew that from third grade science class. Number six, proper temperature. Okay, we knew that. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Number seven, get out of town. Carbon dioxide, CO2? Carbon dioxide is a necessary component for photosynthesis as plants absorb CO2 from the air to produce sugars and other organic compounds. Well, get the hell out of there and slap me across the face. I'll be damned. You're telling me CO2 is good for plants? No. You're crazy, Bob. No, but we need to get rid of cars and semis and trains and planes and anything that burns diesel and gas that creates that creates CO2. It's bad for the environment. Is it really? Okay, so then I went to ChatGPT. I said, ChatGPT, do cars produce carbon dioxide? ChatGPT says, yes, cars produce carbon dioxide, CO2, as a byproduct of burning fossil fuels, which, by the way, fossil fuels is such a BS term for that. There is an abundance of oil, by the way. It's not a fossil fuel. It is not in a scarcity, just FYI. That is something that the Rothschilds and Rockefellers, you know, put together for their own little profitability. But I'll be damned. Cars produce CO2. What else produces CO2? Oh, semi-trucks, trains, planes. But Jason, we need to get rid of cars and trains and planes and semi-trucks and farm equipment. It produces too much CO2. It's bad for the environment. No, that's pretty much, uh, I tell you what, if it wasn't for the invention of the car and people driving more cars back during uh, you know, the Dust Bowl days, we probably would have been already ex- pretty much extinct. If it wasn't for cars, I think we wouldn't have gotten out of the Dust Bowl era, to be quite honest with you. I mean, some of the hottest temperatures on this earth were back in 1913. I think the record temp, I think I I recall reading, was like 136 degrees somewhere. And that was back in 1913. Okay, so again, back to this whole chat GPT. And I mean, even the left, their own little AI here is even debunking them. Oh, we need to get rid of CO2. Really? Do cars create CO2? Yes, it does, ChatGPT says. Oh, what's essential for plant growth? Oh, seven on, number seven on the list among water, air, light, good temperature, right? Nutrients. Oh, CO2. Get the hell out of here. You understand what they're trying to do? They're trying to destroy the earth. They're trying to destroy the food production. How do you do that? Well, get rid of everything that creates CO2. Get rid of cows and their flatulence. They might as well get rid of you because you fart, don't you? You are just as dangerous as a bovine. So, in fact, let's just wipe everything off the face of the earth. But yet you still got a group of people out there that think this is a good idea. They think that this is a proper and logical and common sense thing. Get out of town. Where are these people from? I can't. This world. Oh, Lord, help me. I need to take a sip of my water real quick. Excuse me. But seriously, guys, what in the hell are these people trying to do? 
they are going for broke. These are evil, evil people. You know, just so you know, we're made of part carbon. We got carbon in us. That means a war on carbon is a war on you. Just FYI. So without further ado, let's get into, let me uh, minimize this screen so I can pull up Operation Vampire Killer 2000. Okay. So continuing on with this, because these are the same evil scumbags that are trying to destroy God's creation. As a few have put right here in the chat, Rocky Raccoon is saying they're trying to destroy God's creation. Absolutely. Cheer for Brandon. Same thing. I'm saying trying to destroy everything that God called good in Genesis. That's right. That's exactly what they're doing. Every, yep, Rocky Raccoon, just like, like I said, just like people are made up of carbon, every animal on earth is made up of carbon. I mean, there's so much that's made up of carbon. Carbon is not a bad thing, ladies and gentlemen. Again, even the dumbass chat GPT, excuse me, I got to watch my potty mouth. I got to stop it. Bad Jason, bad Jason. I got to slap the back of my hand. I got to really watch that. But even the dumb chat GPT, AI, right? That's created by the same people that say that carbon needs to go away. ChatGPT is calling them out saying, no. Number seven on the list, essential for plant growth, is CO2. Well, what produces CO2? Oh, cars, trucks, planes, trains, and automobiles. will get out. Huh. <laughs> huh. All right. So, so back to this Operation Vampire Killer 2000 Part 4. This next part that we're going to read, because again, this was put together, this publication was put together by law enforcement officers, military, National Guardsmen, people who recognize what was happening in the background, how key individuals were being sold out, they were selling out, and people above them were trying to destroy America from within. So this next part's called The Religion of the New World Order. Now, David Spangler, who was the director of, uh, planetary, of the uh, Planetary Initiative, which was a uh, United Nations world government group, he said, and I quote, no one will enter the New World Order unless he or she will make a pledge to worship Lucifer. Whoa. No one will enter the New Age unless he will take a Luciferian initiation. End quote. So it makes you wonder. Now, I'm speaking from Jason Jones for a minute. I'm stepping away from this reading for a second. It makes you wonder, because I've been reading and hearing that a lot of this woke BS nonsense that we're seeing with these corporations, a lot of these CEOs and people at the top of these boards, they're holding these CEOs hostage, forcing them to do it, because apparently there's a lot of CEOs that don't want to do it. But I guess when you sell your soul to the devil, you have no choice but to acquiesce and comply. Listen to this quote again from David Spangler. I'm going to repeat this. No one will enter the New World Order unless he or she makes a pledge to worship Lucifer. What are we seeing with Target? Ralph Nader, I quote, he says, Is there a number or mark planned for the hand or forehead in the new cashless society? Yes, and I have seen the machines that are now ready to put it into operation. Now, remember, this is... This was published back in 1992. 
Now, does any of this sound familiar? Hand or forehead? I don't know. Something from maybe from Revelations. This marking may be another job for our U.S. police officers slash guardsmen, soon to be the U.N. enforcers who have taken the U.N. oath of allegiance, which Boner Bush mentioned earlier. Yeah, remember, like I said, even our Michigan State troopers have taken the oath to the U.N. Now, there was a 1992 French New World Order uh, color poster that depicted people as robots and constructing a new Tower of Babel inside the old tower that God had destroyed. And these robotic people are, uh, are trying, trying to reach their God who is depicted with their sign of Lucifer, which is the goat of Mendez, which is the five-pointed star, you know, typically upside down, you know, the pentagram above a newly built tower and the new caption reads europe many tongues one voice so as students of the scripture know that the building of the tower of babel was man's first attempt to set up the new world order or a world order i should say and god himself destroyed this abomination and punished the people now this poster is almost revealing a copy in the right hands uh, a copy in the right hands can assist in pointing out to our colleagues that many of those who are in leadership in establishing this new order are truly religious, not atheists, as we are led to believe. But whom do they worship is the important question. Now, the poster clearly shows that their God is Lucifer, and they are absolutely proud of it. The picture on the poster points out that the new world order promoters know the scriptures and they are determined to once again defy the one true god and so we are presently in the process of trying to get several hundred of these french new world order posters and it looks like we may success be successful and and some of you wish to have one now if you are interested here is the deal now i'm reading this by the way okay the donation slash proceeds from the sales of this color poster will be blah, 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 blah. That's really not important. All right. So we're going to move on to the next part. Now, the next section here where it talks about new age professors teach our children's teachers. The new age professors teach our children's teachers. Now, turning now to education, let's quote a few of the top U.S. spokesmen and professors in that field to see the overall philosophy used to train our teachers who then go on to prepare our children for the new world order. Now, Dr. Chester Pierce, who was a Harvard university professor, humanist and new world order, quote unquote, guru, this professor instructed teachers and those students who aspire to become teachers of our children said the following. And I quote, Every child America in America who enters school at the age of five is mentally ill because he comes to school with an allegiance to our institutions toward the preservation of this form of government that we have. Patriotism, nationalism, and sovereignty, all that prove that children are sick because a truly well individual is one who has rejected all those things and is truly the international child of the future. End quote. Dr. Paul Brandwine leading u.s child psychologist now this man also instructed teachers on how to recognize mental mental disability in our school children and he states and i quote every child who believes in god is mentally ill wow that was dr paul brandwine 
every child who believes in God is mentally ill. Huh. Huh. And this is why all government schools have psychologists. Dr. Sidney Simon. He was a lecturer, an educator, who some say specializes in encouraging immoral and criminal activity in youth. Now, he instructs teachers as follows, and I quote, We do not need any more preaching about right and wrong. The old thou shall not simply are not relevant. Further, he says, and I continue to quote, Values values clarification is a method for teachers to change the values of children without getting caught, end quote. Can you say millstones for all of these evil scumbags? See, along with these humanist wackos and their humanist curriculum and, you know, them training our nation's teachers to be change agents for the New World Order, there is a matter of the literature that they have for teachers to use to instruct American children. Now, one such book entitled Weep for Our Children might explain to police officers a great deal about why crime rates and school-aged children are skyrocketing. Now, consider this one passage touting the Humanistic Values Clarification slash Situation Ethics Program. This is from that book. It's okay to lie. It's okay to steal. It's okay to have premarital sex. It's okay to cheat or to kill if these things are part of your value system. And you clarify these values for yourself. The important thing is not what values you choose, but that you have chosen them yourself freely and without coercion of parents, spouse, priests, friends, ministers, or social pressure of any kind, end quote. Yeah, this type of value and moral code, or lack thereof, we should say, is all too evident in America's school systems today. And as many police officers know, many officers will write expressing alarming, expressing the alarm at seeing this type of unholy this unholy situation ethics instruction so widespread in our nation's schools. But sadly, we have psychiatrists that are leading the way for these children, sadly, in our schools. And so for decades, it's been, you know, the job of those within the field of psychology to introduce the American public to the idea that whoever believes in God are sick and must be enlightened or eliminated. And that immorality is the only path to the new age. I don't know. It kind of sounds like a communistic agenda to me. And indeed, it is. These several quotes below will drive home this well-planned scenario. And I'm not going to read a whole lot of these quotes, but let's look at what Bertrand Russell, who was a philosopher, educator, and atheist, had to say on that. And I quote, I think the subject which will be most import- of most importance politically is mass psychology. Its importance has been numerously increased by the growth of modern methods of propaganda. Although this science will be diligently studied, it will be rigidly confined to the governing class elite. The populace will not be allowed to know how it is, how its convictions were generated. End quote. Yeah. Um, I'll read one more. This was by Dr. G. Brock uh, Chisholm first head of the World Federation of Mental Health, a NWO group, a New World Order group. And he and I quote by him, 
What basic psychological distortion can be found in every civilization of which we know anything? The only psychological force capable of producing these perversions is morality, the concept of right and wrong, the reinterpretation and eventual eradication of the concept of right and wrong are the belated objectives of nearly all psychotherapy. You could say one thing for sure. They are psychos. I continue to quote. The pretense is made that we do away with right and wrong would produce uncivilized people. Immorality, lawlessness, and social chaos. The fact is that most psychiatrists and psychologists and other respected people have escaped from moral chains and are able to think freely. And this was taken from an updated book, None Dare Call It Treason by J.A. Stormer. See, Police officers have been among the first to notice that such teachings have produced exactly the result that he, which would be the good doctor, said that they would not produce, and he lied. There is no greater promoter of change than fear, and no greater creator of fear than chaos and lawlessness through a nation, throughout a nation. The enemy of our system knows that immorality breeds chaos and lawlessness, and chaos and lawlessness breeds fear in the people, and when fearful enough, the people will accept any solution. Guess what the solution is? Kind of saw that with COVID. And so we happen to agree with Dr. Chisholm that most of these minions of psychobabble have truly escaped from any and all moral foundation in their lives. And anything that their patients dream up is perfectly okay and encouraged by, by most such professionals. And I quote, use that in quote, that there is no right or wrong psychobabble is what is being drilled in the heads of those American school children whose parents have unfortunately placed them in government indoctrination centers that we call government schools. We erroneously call our educational system, <laughs> big joke there, but yet they're grooming our kids. They're trying to convince little Johnny it's okay to be a Susie. In case any officer reading this publication thinks that this change is the moral in the morals of, well, our nation is accidental then I suggest you should probably read The Soviet Art of Brainwashing, which is a synthesis of the Russian textbook of psychopolitics written by Kenneth Goff. Now, in this book, Kenneth Goff, a one-time uh, one dues-paying member of the Communist Party, writes, and I quote, During my training, I was trained in psychopolitics. And this was the art of capturing the minds of a nation through brainwashing and fake mental health. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Goff paid a high price for his efforts to alert the American people. After attempting to inform America of Marxist-trained psychologists being placed inside the U.S. to change the morals and beliefs of our nation, and he mysteriously died. Imagine that. He mysteriously died from poisoning in 1943. And his farewell in his book says, and I quote, this manual of the Communist Party should be in the hands of every loyal American, that they may be alerted to the fact that it is not always by armies and guns that a nation is conquered, end quote. And in this book is found an address by Beria, the head of the Lenin University School of Psychopolitics. 
1933 address to a group of American Marxist psychology students is most revealing. I tell you guys, it just goes to show you everything that they've been working on over the last 90 to 100, 110, 120 years. I mean, we're seeing this all come out in full force. They're not hiding it. They are not hiding it. And they're going to keep being in our face until we finally stand up our assemblies. Ladies and gentlemen, Jason, you keep going back to the assembly. Not everything is going to be remedied by the assembly. I got news for you. Yes, it is. Pull your head out of your rear end and smell the fresh air. Yes, it is. Maybe not right away. But yes, assembling and reassembling, I should say, reassembling our states, getting 38 states to start, which is going to get us the full power of we the people, which will then allow the military to fully be sub, um, um, what do I want to call it? Not submissive, but um, subordinate to the people. We need 38 states. We're at 17. And I know there's a lot more in the background ready to publish notice. I'm just waiting for that word. And these tactical civics and these these AVR 2.0s out there, which, by the way, speaking of AVR 2.0, little sidebar. I know I had a little squirrel moment in my, my thought process. But when you get a chance, go to www.national-assembly.net. Maybe scroll down a little bit to the notices and updates. Look at the notice down there. Um, You'll see a notice in May of 2023. Go read that. Because, you know, we got a lot of people that are part of this group called Tactical Civics. And we got this, you know, moron who is an AVR 2.0 who is trying to split our assemblies. And it's not just one individual. It's multiple individuals. And we know who they are. We know exactly who they are. They're not just in Michigan. They're in a few states out west. And we know who they are. I'll just leave it at that. But I suggest go highly, I highly encourage you to read some of those, uh, read that update in national-assembly.net. It's, it's well worth the read, especially if you're an assembly member. You need to know these names and you need to know these troublemakers and use discretion and discernment before you start getting involved with these people because I'm going to tell you right now, what AVR did back in 2019, we're seeing the same damn thing happen today and make no mistake they are known and they will be dealt with and to some of the idiots out there by the way and you know who i'm talking about those of you who are listening on the download side i never use names here the only assembly member i ever call out by name which is always in a positive reference because he's typically here in the chat and i always read his comments and you know, pretty much he helps me stay on task when it comes to keeping uh, solid, uh, truthful when it comes to the facts and, and, and information I put out here regarding the assembly stuff here is Destry. I will never, ever, 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 ever put out a first and last name of an assembly member and discuss them in a negative light or even in a positive light just because I, I try to, you know, I, I respect privacy of people. But let me tell you, those of you that are listening, claiming that I, call people out get out of here i don't use names on here stop lying 
you know who you are. And you know what you're doing. And it's not going to go for very long for you. And many others. So all you AVR 2.0s out there who are trying to hurt the assembly. You got a rude awakening coming your way. You have a rude awakening. The lawful rude awakening, by the way. A lawful. Peaceful. But lawful rude awakening coming your way. Somebody here says in the chat, so hard to know who to trust. Absolutely. That's why I keep telling you guys, divert to God. Pray for discernment. Yes, Angie said it right here. Trust God. That's all you don't trust me. As much as I want you to, don't trust me. Go to God and ask what what did we just read here? Let me let me go back to something. Hold on. What did we just read here? Let me go back to something real quick. Let me go back to something real quick. We were in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let me just go back to this. I'm going to start with verse 16, going to verse 22. Rejoice always, right? Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. That's chapter, it's verse 17. In all circumstances, give thanks, for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophetic utterances test everything this is here here it comes okay back to praying for discernment test everything retain what is good and refrain from every kind of evil test everything retain what is good refrain from every kind of evil very important now, we're getting close to the one hour mark. So, what am I going to do here? Oh, so because now we're going to shift gears here. So that would be we're going to we're going to stop there because that's a perfect place in uh, Operation Vampire Killer. Uh, we're going to pause there and we're going to pick that up on a different day. Now, starting with because today and then going into tomorrow and then Monday, which is Memorial Day Monday, um, I'm going to be playing a song in honor each day of our fallen soldiers, those who never made it back home. The one I'll be playing today is by a band. It's a, it's a heavier metal type of rock band, but it's called, maybe you heard of them, Five Finger Death Punch. They are an excellent group. I absolutely love them. Excellent, excellent group. But it's called Gone Away. It's such a good song. And I'm going to play this song today in honor of our fallen soldiers. Tomorrow, um, I'm going to, we're, I'm not sure exactly what the topic's going to be tomorrow, but, um, I'm going to have another song tomorrow and that one's going to either be, uh, I forgot what his name, Justin Moore for the ones that didn't make it back home, I think is what the song's called. I might play that one tomorrow or possibly Monday. Maybe I'll save that one for Monday. And then tomorrow I'm going to play Toby Keith, American soldier. So I'm going to be playing these songs at the end of the show in honor of our fallen soldiers who never made it back home in memory of them. And may we never forget. And, and Monday, I'm going to do a little Memorial Day special. 
All right. I got some audio pieces that I'm going to play, uh, but we will do a Memorial Day special uh, in honor of our fallen men and women who fought for this country, no matter who was at the top instructing them and, and pulling the puppet strings. A lot of our men and women went and served in our armed forces thinking that they were doing what was right. And by and large, most of them are doing what was right. And sadly, they were just being manipulated by evil satanic Kabbalists who had no interest in their safety. They just wanted profit and world domination. Didn't matter what side that they were funding. They just, they want profit, death, and world domination. Well, let's show these men and women who never made it back home. Let's give them the honor and respect that's due to them. And let's uh, keep them in our prayers. And in fact, let's pray now and then we'll play the song. So Heavenly Father, we want to say thank you for this time together. Thank you for the many blessings that you bring in our life. Thank you for delivering us better news than what we expected on Thursday from our daughter's doctor. Thank you for all the great people, the great men and women, the patriots in this community who, who were praying for my daughter and our family. I really do appreciate it. It's such an honor to have the family over here that, that was willing to do that for my family. It was, it was just outstanding. I pray for my buddy at work with his marital stuff that he's got going on. I pray that you give him peace and you allow the Holy Spirit to continue to work through him, to always remain in constant conversation with you, that he never loses sight of you, no matter what he's going through. I pray for my nephew. Thank you. You are starting to show your prayers are being answered there. His seizures are going from nine to 10 seizures a day now to a half. And we're going to keep praying for our little nephew, Davis, that eventually he can get to no seizures. So keep working on him, Lord. Allow the Holy Spirit to work healing through him. We pray for my stepfather who has a cracked up, shattered knee. He's going through his healing process, let him be able to get full functionality sooner than later so he can get back to not being dependent on people, which is driving him nuts. We pray for my daughter who just went through a severe scooter crash yesterday on her little scooter and it completely got road rashed and just got hurt all over. We pray for a quick healing for her and my wife and her sanity. <laughs> my poor wife, give her peace and healing and, 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 and calm because being a full-time mom and, and, and homeschool mother is not easy. So help give her the peace that she needs. And I pray for everybody else that is dealing with their own personal trials and, and, and issues that they have going on, whether it be health or financial or marital. Um, we pray for all these people who have hidden prayers in their hearts. They don't know how to pray or they don't know how to put it in words, or maybe they do know how to put it in words, but they're just too shy to put it out there. We pray for all the hidden prayers, silent prayers in people's hearts. And Rietta right here adds to the chat here, Father, please bless all the families and friends who have lost loved ones due to their service to our country. Thank you for all those who are patriots, who are so thankful for them. We are so thankful for them. Thank you for our country that you gave us. Please, Lord, be merciful to our country. We need you, Jesus. Help us to put you first. Praise you that haven is good. Bless Jason, Katie, and Haven. Thank you for that, Rietta. Lord, also bless all the His Hard Lane family. Yes, I agree with that sentiment. Bless them, please. And she continues to say, keep us strong and focused on your perf uh, perfect will. 
In Jesus' name, we pray amen. Amen. That is well put. So, as we approach the hour mark here, getting close to the, uh, in fact, we already at the top of the hour, and it's perfect timing. This song is by Five Finger Death Punch. It's called Gone Away. Gone Away. And for some of you that were a little uh, late to the show, no big deal because it's the weekend. I never, I didn't really expect a whole big turnout. In fact, I'm surprised I got the turnout that I did being it's a holiday weekend. If I were you guys, I'd be, I'd be out barbecuing. I'd be having uh, maybe a glass of wine, you know, maybe a margarita. I don't know. And uh, I would not be listening to this live, but, you know, it just goes to show you how awesome you guys are. And I want to give you guys a special thank you. All of you, you guys are great. I really do appreciate you, and and you guys are the ones that are going to keep me keep me humble. I'm serious. You guys are the ones that are going to have to keep me humble because sometimes my stupid little head can get a little big, and my wife is really good at keeping me grounded. Because look, we're all men and women, right? We're all subject to the same nonsense. And uh, and and Angie was asking, it's a veteran band, right? Yes, Five Finger Death Punch. I know it sounds like a scary name, but yeah, they are very, very soldier and and and, and military service member friendly. In fact, they are. They do so much. They they and honoring our service men and women out there. I mean, they have a lot of songs. A lot of their music videos is military based and related. It's such a great a great band. Such a great band. But you guys are amazing. I, I couldn't ask for a better, a better, a, a better group of people. And, and Patriot Beagle, I'm glad you said that. I want to add to the prayer as like a PS. I also want to pray for the unity. Yes. Excellent, excellent addition. The pray for the unity in the assembly. Yes. That is a perfect way to end that prayer, too. Thank you for that, Patriot Beagle. I do appreciate that. So. Without further ado, in honor of all of our service men and women, Five Finger Death Punch, it's called Gone Away. Hail Mary 
I will always fight for you. I will be watching, I will be listening, and I will tell you that the future of this country has never been better, and I couldn't have done, them, done it without you. So just a goodbye. We love you. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. Our future will be brighter than ever before. And our future will be brighter than ever before. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. back in some form we will be back in some form we will be back in some form Some form, we will be back in some form, we'll be back in some form. And our future will be brighter than ever before. And our future will be brighter than ever before. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You are fake news. Go ahead.